and and then just to also kind of have to watch what was happening with you and with your body and with everything um and just being at arm's length away from that mm. I'm not not being able to do anything you know but right. but bear witness Let's dig through the mud together We're so glad you're here Join us here each week For Mudlark Here we go. Put your seatbelt on. (laughs) Hi, you guys. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Danny Boltz, and welcome to Mudlark. I am so glad you're here. I am not even going to do an intro. I'm just going to have this be the intro. So, okay, I'm doing an intro, but not the normal one that I typically do. And I would like to just reintroduce my husband, Hi Boltz, who's here with me right now. Hello. Welcome back. How's Here it feel to be back? It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while, Scotty. <laughs> um, so Hi's been on the show many, many times. Um, maybe, I don't know, two or three times. So I guess yeah. not many, many, but more than anybody else. And right. this is like the first time where we've brought him on and haven't had a particular topic in mind we just kind of wanted to do a little life update with you guys so much has shifted for us in the last i mean i mean everyone everything everything has shifted for everyone in the last few months and i just thought it would be nice to bring him on and kind of get his perspective on how things have changed for us oh yeah how's that sound okay now i know what we're doing yeah now you know what we're doing we're um you want to tell everyone where we're at right now Oh, we're in, we're in the airstream, and we're right at the mouth of the Yak River, where it empties into the Kootenai River. It's really pretty. Yeah, we have people renting our house right now. For those of you who are new here, uh, we own a home in Northwest Montana. Northwest Montana is our primary residence, but we travel a lot and just recently let go of our home in Oregon. But right now, we have renters in the mm-hmm. house. So we're in our our moving home. Yeah, <laughs> and we have been quite a bit lately, which has been wonderful. We've yeah, we, I've missed it. It's nice to be setting up home in here again. Yeah, it was like last summer we rented the Airstream out. We call it the Cozy Roller. That's its little name on Airbnb. And we had rented it out all last summer, so we didn't get a chance to use it at all. No, we just would run in and, and clean it out and <laughs> scrub prep the floors. it again and, <laughs> yeah. and out the door. Yeah, it's been so nice to be able to just kind of reclaim it. Don't you feel that? Yeah, yeah, it is definitely a reclaiming feeling. Yeah, so how has your day been? I know we've been together all the day, but how how's your day been? It's been a kind of an odd day. Yeah, yeah why has it been actually. odd? It just kind of has been one of those odd feeling days. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, 
finding another landing spot for the cozy roller has yeah. been part of that, just kind of up in the air. And then because we started somewhere else this yeah, morning, we've moved today. Mm-hmm. We're in a different place yesterday, mm-hmm. and then yeah, it's it's all of that. Yeah, just bouncing around, and it's bouncing around. I mean, it it, ju- it does just shake up our 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 life a little bit being on the road not having the routine and ritual of just being in our house it makes mm-hmm. things really different yeah and and getting a little bit of wood shop time in this morning and mm-hmm. taking care of some some prep work there yeah yeah we run our business out of our home and our my in-laws who we share the property with that's where our house is on the same property as theirs they've been gracious enough to let us set up shop for honeysuckle and mud our lifestyle company and so i mean most of you here know about honeysuckle and mud but hi is such an instrumental part of the business because he's doing all the things that scare the shit out of me. <laughs> like, power tools. Power tools. And <laughs> I, I'm sorry, but I am just so... And I shouldn't put this limiting belief on myself, but I'm such a spaz. And you can take a sip of your beer. Don't be can afraid. I, can I do that right, right now? <laughs> he was like looking at his... <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at it and just wishing it were closer. Yeah. Okay. Do it. Um... But yeah, I'm I'm really freaked out by our bandsaw because I almost chopped my freaking fingers off multiple times, and so now we just kind of are figuring out what we, our strengths are. Yeah, not everyone of, has to run the bandsaw. Not everyone has to run the bandsaw. I do want to get I want to get like more comfortable with it though, for sure. Yeah, you know, it's just I want to be able to run all aspects of the business, but maybe that's just like the control freak in me. And you don't have to. And I don't have to. No. Fuck the bandsaw. Yeah. Forget about it. It's not <laughs> yeah. your jam. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about the weird, creepy thing that happened with a guy this morning? It's uh, it's kind of an odd thing to talk about because we just have no information. We don't have much information, but you can kind of <laughs> talk like about it. Know. Like what happened last night? Yeah. And it, it's just so kind of up in the air you know it's like there was um at the campground we were at last night there was definitely some partying going on like rowdy montana rowdy partying. montana backwoods kind of partying and we were we were noticing just one <laughs> one in particular individual yeah who was um just being more deliberate about being loud yeah I mean, you could you could feel that like what he was doing was I mean, he was screaming for someone to see him. And it was he's a father, has a couple kids. I mean, there was sweetness to him. He was like playing with his kids, but he was just like when anytime he'd walk by our campground, he would get louder. Yeah, it seemed it definitely seemed that way. Yeah. yeah. And and so yeah, I guess I'll just lead it because you don't seem to want to talk about it. But anyway, he was being just like very, very loud. And then we get into this philosophical conversation about why does he do that? Like what happened to him in childhood that made him feel like he wasn't... That That is what we do, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's just how we are. It's just like we like to... We see people and we want to understand people. And so that's what we were doing with this stranger man um, <laughs> at the <laughs> campground and... So whatever, last night, it was just crazy. And we're like, fuck, we're going to sleep 
shitty tonight. Yeah, we thought it was gonna be we thought it was gonna be a long night, but um it turned out that it wasn't. Like they kinda drove off. We yeah. saw saw the truck leave the campground and we thought, Oh, that's you know, it's kinda gonna be a little bit of peace and quiet and then it just never started started up. again. Right. Just so got it got to be bedtime and we went to sleep and didn't hear a peep. Woke up just thinking, wow, that was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. And then Hi and I went our separate ways in the morning. I went to go do some work at the coffee shop and he headed back up to the property to get into the wood shop. And my mother-in-law and him are talking and she was saying, hey, where did you guys stay last night? He explained where we were at and she goes, wasn't there a car crash up there? Yeah, and that jogged my memory that I noticed on the way out there was definitely some kind of tracks on the on the gravel road kind of at a corner up by the hill the kind of tracks you see when someone comes around the hill to the corner too fast and slides sideways and you could tell there had been some of that kind of stuff on the road and Mm -hmm. I hadn't really thought much more about it until she asked and then I thought yeah there actually it did look like there was Right. And apparently, and like I said, when I asked him to share what happened, we don't know a lot. Um, at this point, we tried to look it up online, but there was, did, did she say it was a fatal accident or just life flight? She said both. Yeah. So they kind of come. We, we don't really know. Yeah, but... we don't really know, but it was just like very weird. And we were both feeling like kind of creepy, a little psychic, a little uncomfortable. And oh, it's a little odd. A little odd. And it just, I don't know. I just, I really like to pay attention to just the things that like catch my eye. And I, I talk about this a lot on the show, but like that man, I mean, it was kind of hard to ignore him, but still like, I think it's interesting that we were like very interested in his story. Right. He's, it was hard to ignore, but could have been easy to dismiss. Yeah, exactly. But, but we know we paid attention. Yeah. Anyway, I'll try to remember to keep you guys posted if I find out any more information, but it was very weird. And I just hope that those sweet little boys are Okay, you had a couple kiddos with them, and it just freaked me out. Yeah. So why don't we talk about, I mean, you haven't been on the show in months and months and months. and No, the last time, the last time we even recorded, and I don't think that made it onto a show. <laughs> the last time. We didn't air that one. We didn't finish that conversation. But, yeah. Um, yeah, that you were pregnant. Yeah, right. And... So Hi and I were having a conversation, like he just said, that was back when I was pregnant, before the miscarriage, and I was so hormonal, and we were having this conversation. We were kind of, it was fun, but we just didn't really like plan for it, but he was interviewing me, and then we like hit a place in the conversation, and he kind of just stopped talking, and then my hormones fucking raged yeah i think you i think you asked me a question yeah that i didn't have an answer for i wasn't really prepared for hadn't thought about and i was like yeah i don't really know yeah and and then my head started to spin like the exorcist and green pea soup was like spraying out of my mouth i was just so and i was like was that the wrong answer (laughs) the blank stare you're like was that the wrong answer i'm sorry you're like it wasn't an answer (laughs) i'm not kidding you guys it was terrible so yeah that did not make it to air but um anyway so when 
we I mean we found out I was pregnant at the beginning of the pandemic how have you I mean I know a lot about how you've been feeling but why don't you talk about how you have felt during this crazy time of being in quarantine and yeah what has that been like for you yeah that's it's definitely been kind of a a recentering kind of feeling like a drawing back from being out there we had gone to Oregon and we were kind of spreading out and it was a it definitely felt like a um like a pruning I think we've talked about it like that like pruning back like it was a withdrawal back to more of a a rooted place to consolidate and settle wait you know Mm -hmm. it has felt waiting yeah um uh, and and growing from there again right yeah do you want to explain kind of what we what we did as far as like pruning back sure yeah so pruning back that what i'm talking about letting go of our um home in oregon uh, and moving the cozy roller from from that property back to montana um mm-hmm. because it wasn't renting obviously yeah you know nothing was was renting and right. it was we were uh, away from our home and not pursuing our group gatherings. We weren't able to do those. <laughs> we weren't able to do retreats. Our entire business seemed like to freeze up. Yeah, so it was that pruning yeah. happened kind of to us in mm-hmm. a way. And so it was just very natural to um, consolidate back in the Montana house and uh, and look at what else we could do. Look at what we could do. Right. Um, which turned into just kind of a boom for spoon carving kits. Right. Things that everyone who was sitting at home in the same position of, well, what can I do mm-hmm. with my time? Yeah. Um, you know, like a lot of people seem to find spoon carving as a, <laughs> an outlet for for that creative energy so it's so crazy and thank god like yeah it just worked out really well it worked out so well and we could not i mean i feel like had we not had the space to spread out and really focus in on the product end of our business like here in montana having the space because in our house in oregon it was so small and our shop as amazing as that space was it was it was cold and it just like was not like the best place for us to really expand that portion of our business yeah so taking taking the portions that we were really expanding off the table and those being like group gatherings and working one-on-one with people directly interacting um, and taking that, pruning that part back and focusing on products and more, I guess, really the, the roots of the business, working with wooden spoons right. and working with creative energy, like, and then encouraging that in others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I don't know it, for me, even though like letting not being able to do these group gatherings which is like the meat for me personally when -hmm. it comes to teaching and sharing and holding space like not being able to do that has been very very hard but seeing the product end of our business become so much more established makes me feel so confident now like having this financial portal expand and knowing that 
oh my gosh, we can sustain like no matter what happens in the future. Like we just have all of these financial portals and I'm so, and I talk about that all the time because I think it is so important when you are running your own business, Mm -hmm. your own creative life, like you have to open up as many financial portals as possible and because you will have to lean on various portals at different times. They have to be flexible and mm-hmm. and adaptable. Yeah. And it's kind of like this dance. I don't know if you felt this, but like when one portal is feeling very abundant and expansive, I mean, I get kind of nervous. Like, I don't know, like if they all just of a sudden completely open up i'm like holy shit can we handle it all right yeah yeah um but that's when we hire someone or we you know invest in like different contractors to come in and help support various areas of the business yeah yeah but i i do think about that sometimes i'm like oh my god because when the products like when we were selling all of that i was like if our homes were getting booked like they normally do if our workshops all these things i'm like how would i juggle it and we're running around yeah like chickens catch up yeah yeah we did have a little some growing pains with trying to keep up and i feel like we've we've really gotten to a good place there to where now as um as hopefully we can do group gatherings again yeah in the future (laughs) we're set up with product right we are completely stocked yeah that was such a big investment and for us and to invest in our business feels really empowering it does because we've always because you guys like i mean you don't you probably don't know this end but we are i mean what do you call it what do you call when you're just you're not getting investors you're not getting a loan to begin a business we are literally right. is it bootstrapping it like is that what it's called <laughs> I, i'll go with that uh, we're like boots we're just we're just kind of um it's a just a sustainable growth that we're able to support yeah with the business without uh, looking outside for investment money right at this point so it's yeah at this point it's it's just kind of uh it's kind of like paycheck to paycheck but it's right you know it's as products grow and money comes in and we're able to take more of that money and invest it into growth yeah it's i love it i think it's so empowering and i i think it's great when people do get loans and they're able to (laughs) <laughs> not have oh. the same kind of growing pains <laughs> that we have had. But I also, um, I don't know. I think about down the line, if we ever get to a point where we need a loan for something, which I really don't think we will, because it, I feel just ethically very drawn to the type of business we're growing right now. Yeah, and it's been part of that creative lifestyle mm-hmm. that, you know, we're so crazy about, you know, yeah, <laughs> and it's talk about all the time. Um, part of that is trying things right? and just try it out. Like you were talking about, um, the candles Mm -hmm. that you want to mix those candles and just try it. So we're not looking to invest in infrastructure to go into full scale production. We just want to put some out there and, and And see if there are any bites, put them into the world and see what this thing does. Yeah. And if it does well and people want more of them then we'll grow our capacity to produce more of them. Yeah. It's so cool. I mean, before going into business, because I've just learned it as I go completely. And I mean, I never ever in my life expected to have a product 
product-based business. And I don't know if we're necessarily product-based because we have all these other aspects of the business, but I never thought that was possible. I'm like, you need a million dollars to start a product-based business. And I'm like, we Uh literally just started with me carving spoons and then Mm -hmm. it's just shifted like now we're making we have our wood butter we have our spoon carving kits and we're retailers for flex cut and there's just like it's just so cool it's like you can start any freaking business you want and yeah any of you listeners out there if you want to talk creative business i am your human being yeah yeah um so how has it felt for you because you are definitely very introverted and do much better than I do when it comes to spending time alone, (laughs) not being around humans. How has Mm -hmm. that felt for you though? Cause we were going from spending a lot of time with people with our workshops to blah, nothing. Right. It, you're right. I do. I have, you know, as we've talked about, I, I am, I am better at spending time alone and being away from that. Um, but I was surprised how much I did get out of it when we were doing it. Yeah. Um, so even though I have that capacity, I miss it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I miss doing workshops. Mm-hmm. I miss visiting with a group of people and um, seeing where their creativity goes mm-hmm. and what they do with this piece of wood. Yeah. Um, because every time we have one of those workshops, uh, everyone's carving a wooden spoon and everyone's got the same wooden spoon but everyone's coming at it from a different spot with different experience and the discussion <laughs> that you're so good at drawing out mm. is just captivating mm. and I love hearing um, just that group energy as people get to know one another and talk about what else is happening in their life and what else is what drew them to this workshop or what are they wanting to do more of creatively right Um, because as it is a creative workshop it is about creating this thing and working with your hands Um, you know so many of the people who show up at that workshop have creativity in them that they're wanting to get out in so many other ways Mm -hmm. yeah I feel like it's it's such an access point. The workshops that we've created are such an access point for people to really step into, oh my God, like I just starting to see how capable they are of making so many things, making shifts in their life, making tangible, beautiful items, making mm-hmm. new relationships. Like, I mean, not to get too like woo woo with it, but I just, I do feel like I'm really proud of us because the conversations, like you said, are amazing. And then to see everybody connecting with each other and there's a massive train going by. I don't know if you guys hear this right now. I wanted to just pop into the episode real quick to announce this week's sponsor on the podcast, Coco Glow. The amazing founders of Coco Glow, Emily and Nicole, were on episode 28 of the podcast and shared about how they founded this incredible brand. So be sure to head back and listen to that episode. They call Coco Glow ingestible beauty. (laughs) And when I heard about that, I was like, ooh, I can be even more beautiful and eat it. Okay, sign me up. (laughs) 
And it's 100% plant-based beauty food that's so simple and fun to incorporate into your daily routine. I've personally been using Coca Glow, which you guys have seen, for the last probably six months daily, and I can't express how beneficial this has been for my skin, for my hair, for my connection to myself. And these ingestible powders are filled with all the adaptogens you could ever need ancient Chinese herbs, antioxidant rich raw ingredients. They support hormonal balance, a healthy immune system, and they just keep you feeling fucking energized as hell. Uh, when I found Coco Glow, I was initially drawn to their aesthetics because anyone who knows me knows I need everything in my kitchen to be beautiful and their packaging is so stunning and it's bright and vibrant and you just can't wait to use it every day. And I love how unlike other powders, these go a really long way, you know, they just last. You're not having to make an order every other week like this. You can just enjoy it for a really long time. And I personally love the beauty blend. It's rich in color and flavor and I sprinkle it over my smoothie bowls in the morning. I also love the classic. I put this in my coffee every day and it's just turned into such a huge part of my daily self-care ritual. And I always like use, just to paint the picture, I get my favorite mug, I use one of my little hand-carved spoons, I unscrew the lid and I just, yeah, I take in all the smells and the whole experience and I just geek out over it. So it's just so lovely. And they also have the daily broth, which is a great midday pick-me-up. Um, if I'm feeling sluggish, instead of running straight to coffee like I want to, I'll have a little cup of daily broth. You just add it um, with hot water and it's just a really cozy, comforting drink, especially on a colder day. So Coco Glow uh, has graciously offered Mudlark listeners 20% off your first order by entering the code Mudlark at checkout. So M-U-D-L-A-R-K at checkout. And once you get your Coco Glow, um, tag me and them and show us how you're enjoying it. It's just so fun to see what people do with it. And they also have a ton of incredible recipes on their blog where you can find other ways to incorporate the products into your everyday. So I'll leave that in the show notes and let's get back to the show. I'm shaking my bones. <laughs> the, um, the Kootenai Valley has definitely got the train track. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So loud. Um, but yeah, they're just, they're really profound. I love them and I love that you miss them. And yeah, I miss them a lot. Yeah. And I mean, I've seen it like in our relationship, like us leading a class together has been so sexy. <laughs> it's been <laughs> so good for us. It's been so good for us. And I think it's like for me seeing you really step into your power and step into that place as teacher and role model. Like it just makes me just see you in yeah. that light, you know, like it, it, I don't know. It's just really special. We are such a good team at, at we that. Are. We're really good. We do. How, um, I mean, I know how you feel, but I would love for you to share with the listeners just kind of how this whole miscarriage thing has felt for you. I mean, you have, and I want, yeah, yeah just, just be, to shift gears a little just bit. Just to <laughs> yeah, I'm like, huh, we'll just <laughs> well, take that a, was fun. We'll take how a about this? Let's talk about this. Like, take a little pivot over here. Um, I, yeah, I just want to talk about it. I've talked about it on the show myself, but I... I think your perspective is really important. And you never hear yeah. the men. I mean, you don't hear about women talking about their miscarriages very sure. much, let alone the husbands. And yeah, 
Yeah, it's well, you know, we both were we both were able to just go completely into that um that mode of we're having a baby and it's this it's going to be the most amazing thing and it's going to be just so magical and we I was totally in that and feeling all of that just that gratitude for for what life was going to look like anticipation for for just all of that sweetness and that nesting homey feeling um so that was that was a shock you know it was shocking to the whole system to yeah just to sit back and watch that shift away from that say that's not happening right now Mm. that's not what's happening yeah actually it was jarring it was jarring and and then just to also kind of have to watch what was happening with you and with your body and with everything um and just being at arm's length away from that Mm. i'm not not being able to do anything you know but but bear witness yeah you were so great during everything though it was like having you there i just needed you there and you were there the whole time you know just Mm -hmm. that you've always made me feel like that's how i knew we would be okay even when everything was happening and you and i have talked about this as being definitely okay yeah and we were able to come to that fairly quickly Mm -hmm. you know like well this this is this must be right for us for right now this is what is right right and i i mean what we've talked about too is that you and i weren't trying to fix anything by getting pregnant we weren't trying to just band-aid a fucked up relationship and make it feel a little bit better you and i have something rich and really really good absolutely even even before we were definitely sure you were pregnant we talked about the potential for you getting pregnant and having a baby and we talked about well what would that be like and that's where we really settled on we don't need it to change anything yeah we're not we're not looking to create a change in our relationship um mm-hmm. it was an addition yeah an enhancement yeah yeah it's crazy even just talking about it and like hearing you talk about it i can feel like just into how i felt then yeah and it feels so long ago but it wasn't mm-hmm. and yeah it really was not that long ago it was not that long ago and i just think it's i mean it just shows how adaptable we are you and I and Mm -hmm. I mean humans in general but it's like how quickly we were on board we're like okay baby's coming let's get this nursery built let's do this let's do that (laughs) we're ready this is how we're going to do it we have our names picked out we're gonna homeschool like we just like you know we had like all these ideas and then Mm -hmm. right when it was happening I'm like but this is okay we'll be on the road we still have our freedom we have this we have that we have that yeah so now we've I, I feel like we've both kind of settled into this place of 
not having a baby. Right. Like it's, it doesn't it's feel a like. Yeah, it doesn't feel like a lack. No. It feels like Freedom. our life. Yeah. It's it's the life that we have. I know. It doesn't feel empty. It doesn't feel empty. No. It's like the only time that I feel like kind of freaked out about not having children of my own is thinking of me old and not having my own children Mm -hmm. to be close to and then grandkids and then like all of that you know like when I look in way into the future and then I also think about well what happens when I'm 40 and I I mean I know you can still have babies when you're 40 I just don't (laughs) think I want to um but who fucking knows I change my (laughs) mind every 14 seconds um but me being 40 and having accomplished all of these things that I want to accomplish in my life and then being like, now what? Mm-hmm. That freaks me out. Yeah. It does. Cause like, I think, I, it, I think I there will be, bored. there will be, a th- I don't think you'll be bored. <laughs> there will be a thing. There will always. always be things. There will always be growth in our life. There will be. And in, in so many ways, mm-hmm. so many. Yeah. Um, and maybe that will include a baby and maybe not. We'd have no idea. Yeah, who knows? We have no idea. It's so sick. I want to know everything <laughs> except for I want to know that nothing. Yeah. 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 It's so crazy. Well, thank you for going through all of that with me and just being such a pillar of strength and support and just the sweetest. I was, I was a mess. Like I definitely hit a massive low during pregnancy and right after yeah a massive low super depressed super scared right dark and that whole idea of that you just said i want to know yeah like in that time so much was unknown i know so much and that was confusing and dark and hard yeah it really was it's so funny i'm thinking of myself as like a podcaster interviewer human and how i should probably get better at like segues but i don't talk in a way that's smooth in general like i'll be like oh my gosh how's your mother oh my god how did and i i'll like totally switch to like the darkest deepest oh you will fucked up thing yeah we'll be driving down the road carrying (laughs) on a nice conversation or maybe Maybe we'll just be laughing, you know, as we do, making up some stupid song about <laughs> the dog. And I'll be over there just bopping away in my head about over this song. And then they'll just turn to me and ask me some just dark, <laughs> creepy question. No, it's like my brain. It's how my brain works. I don't think I can change that. I no, like just keep surprising people. Maybe that's what I have to do. I mean, yeah. it's so funny how I've I I look back at interviews that I've had in the last whatever nine months that I've had the podcast, and I will re-listen to it and I'll be like, Jesus, <laughs> that was terrifying. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was startling. Yeah, but what I was thinking is like from miscarriage moving on. What popped in my mind is like I'm thinking of like my current goals and like these things that I'm working towards yeah. in career and just my life in general. Yeah. What right. are your what are some things that you're working towards right now? <laughs> just, I don't know, just for fun. Yeah. Just for shits and gigs. Just for, just for fun. <laughs> Sigs and shits. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, gosh, I guess 
things in um, in business. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm really kind of working toward that preparation, feeling mm-hmm. fully prepared for what will come, um, because I I feel like we've been kind of chasing that yeah for for a while. Um, so I'm that's top of my list is just getting preparation, and then also I feel like this constant energy toward um upkeep and completion like growth and and upkeep in our homes yeah um yeah, so like i'm about... super excited about adding a sauna to the montana house yeah those kind of projects really just light me up i love them hi is the best person ever when it comes to design he's my perfect match because he can make every single dream of mine come to fruition but there it's even prettier than what i've imagined and we've wanted a sauna or a hot tub of some sort for years mm-hmm. and now we're finally building one probably ordering supplies in the next week yeah yeah we, we're we're getting so close to having that yeah wood fire sauna on the property right outside the house picture cross-country skiing in the mountains through the meadow and coming back to a sauna and then a soak in the cloth tub. Yes. What the fuck? Yes. Yes. Quick roll in the snow. Yeah. A quick roll in the snow. <laughs> hop back in the sauna. Yeah. Go make some rosehip tea. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. Do you have any other pro- projects at the house that you're excited about? Um, You know, looking further out, there's there's a lot of kind of landscaping things that... I'm looking forward to Mm -hmm. Um, the outdoor kitchen. We've always really wanted to develop. Yeah. Pizza oven. Yeah. Since I'm a professional pizza maker now. The best pizza. (laughs) The best fucking pizza. That was a good, we we did pizza in the Airstream the other night and it was so good. The entire Airstream was covered in pizza. I yeah, made we like cooked six. way more. Yeah, you made way more than we could eat. I made six pizzas for it was two, of the us. two of us. <laughs> and Charlie, but he didn't get any. Yeah, it was it was amazing. Yeah, I get really excited and lit up about Montana House projects as well because it's really merging the things I love is just like design and creating cozy spaces and also ways to even like monetize the house better and grow our season yeah grow our fall and winter season because right Mm -hmm. now our summer is booked up almost completely unless we blocked out days for ourselves to enjoy um it hasn't the garden been nice the garden has been fun yeah it's been really fun yeah it's it's been it's the best garden because it's uh crazy it's so crazy i mean there's there's why a lot of there's a lot of stuff growing on in there there's like we kept a lot of the wild uh, and if you're yeah so there's there's like rose bushes coming up in the middle of everything yeah and raspberries wild and raspberries. wild raspberries it's, it's, crazy. it's crazy we have this herb garden that we it's in like this corrugated um whatever bucket thing yeah a galvanized trough. trough yeah like a horse trough and there's roses growing in there i'm like how does that happen yeah, how did they get in there <laughs> yeah it's been so fun though are you working towards anything else or any other areas of your life that you're i, I don't know just trying to manifest greater abundance i guess i've um one thing that we talk about a lot is uh spending time just taking time for myself yeah and that's something that I do want to 
do more of. Uh, and I feel like that's like a, it's an odd, it's an odd ambition because it seems like that should just be part of my, my routine, part of my day. But it's something that's so hard for me. And it's always been. And it's always been. Hmm. So it's, it's it's way easier, so much easier for me to jump into a project or to think about, um, you know, construction or design or, uh, you know, anything like that than to say what I, what I really want to do is just go f- grab my backpack and go into the mountains for a night. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to be, I want to do that. Right. You know, at some point, just take, take some days. Yeah, absolutely. And I crave it too for yeah, you. I know. I'm like, baby, what are you doing this weekend? <laughs> you want to go away by yourself? <laughs> just, just you and maybe the dog. Yeah. Let me just be home alone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, I love that you have me for mm-hmm. that because that's something I've always been like cheering you on for because I want that for you. And it's sexy when you're off doing your own thing. Yeah. It's so good for you. It is good for me. It's so, yeah. I want, it's so interesting. And it makes me just think of how you grew up too. I mean, I think of your dad and I feel like he was pretty good at like doing things for himself, like going off and doing things. No. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was, he worked a lot. Yeah. So he was, he was always doing that. Um, and he, he would work out of town mm-hmm. some, sometimes quite a bit. Right. And so he was, he was always good at doing that. Um, and he's good at like, I guess, uh, taking care of things he wants. Right. Things like that. Yeah. Um, I can't think of like a solid self care kind of thing he would do right like I don't know yeah and I mean I think of that and then I th- I see like you say that and then I think of your mom who was like the ultimate sacrificer yeah she was definitely not doing things for herself <laughs> no no oh it makes so much sense yeah that's so crazy yeah it's I it, it's amazing what it does for our relationship when we're both off doing things that are so good for ourselves. I'm, mm-hmm. I think I'm more versed in it. Like it's easier for me mm-hmm. <laughs> to go off and do things just for me. Yeah. Um, but I've also been practicing that my entire twenties. Like ever since I moved out, I'm like, okay. <laughs> now it's about me. Now it's about me. All about me. Yeah. No, I love that. I think it's a great, a great goal. It's, it's a place in my life that needs attention and could grow. Yeah, for sure. I want to talk about my myself. Yeah. Let's hear about you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, just like things that I'm working towards. Goals. Goals. Yeah. Um, I mean, I talk about it on the show all the time. Capricorn mama. Um, I want to be bringing in 10K a month net right now. Mm-hmm. I just want that to be so flowy and consistent. Um, we got over that in May, which was amazing. June was a little slower because we didn't rent our house out. So we weren't getting that. We were we didn't rent our house out a ton. So we weren't getting that mm-hmm. same income. But I really want that consistent flow in our income because I want to buy a house. 
Yeah. And I'm going to buy a motherfucking house. Yeah. And, and I'm excited for that because yeah. because of my um, like design yeah. interest and excitement and, and how you, you we could will build design me things all together the custom furniture and how <laughs> that place is going to need some yeah some things absolutely we'll, we will make it beautiful it's so exciting so yeah that's wherever it is wherever it is it yeah like. i'm definitely leaning leaning towards the oregon coast um y'all know i'm an oregon oregon girl for life um but yeah coastal is definitely where my heart is at so in a year year and a half i'm hoping to be able to purchase a home over there to be a place where we live and also a place that we rent out very similarly to the Montana house. So just have that very self-led retreat, cozy, mm. incredible yeah. feel, um, soaking in nature, definitely some outdoor cloth tubs. Full and of flowers. Full of fresh flowers or dried flowers in the winter. Yeah. So that's a huge focus of mine right now, which mm -hmm. for me means just really educating myself on finances and like just what it looks like to buy a home being fully self-employed. So it'll be really, really interesting to see how it all plays out. And I will keep you guys posted. You know, I will be so excited and share everything. Um, yeah. And another thing for me is I've really been wanting to find a new activity that requires me to move my body a lot that I'm in love with. I'm pretty sure. Do you have some leads on what that might be? Yeah, <laughs> I want I want to get um, a new road bike because I want to start doing some touring just around the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. So I'm hoping in the next month to purchase my bike and plan my first trip. We're doing a trip in the Airstream. Hi, the kids and I... Um, in a couple weeks we're going to be traveling down the oregon coast all the way to northern california and i'm i would love to have my bike then so i could like skip out and say okay i'll meet you guys in the next couple towns over <laughs> yeah you know? give me a call when you're coming yeah. through town like leave early sure. in the morning because like that's what is so hard for me when we do have the kids is getting time for myself which i am good at spending time alone and i i need it yeah and this seems like a really good way for me to get that and to be moving my body in a way that just makes me feel so good. Right. Because that, that is so important and it does make you feel so good. It does. Every time you do it, you you say it. Yeah. You I'm like, it. I need to You're do like, this, this every amazing. single day. Why yeah. don't I do this every day? Yeah. Because it's so easy to avoid the things that are so good for us. Mm -hmm. What are you feeling most inspired by in our life right now? Or in your life right now? Hmm. I think the, I think that I'm really growing into that design element yeah. of design, not only of products and, uh, and um, projects, but also just of our life mm. and really just embracing our capacity to do life in a way that we haven't seen done. Mm. I love that. That is, it's just so exciting to really be, um, really be stepping into that and embracing it in a, in a new, new, more full way. You are. I, it's been so wonderful to hear you talk about it with people, even family, your family, just hearing mm -hmm. the way you talk about the way we're living. It feels really good. It makes me feel like you're really proud. Yeah. And, and I think... It's it's just gaining clarity 
yeah. on what it is. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think this is great. I just I, I just wanted to touch on a few things. Didn't know what they would be, but I think this was a wonderful catch up for the listeners. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. was good. I'm so grateful you came back onto <laughs> the show. So thank you so much. And thanks for having me back. Yeah. Anytime. I love you. <laughs> Uh, well, thank you guys so much, as always, for listening. If you have not yet rated or reviewed the show, please head over to iTunes. Rate it five stars if you love it. Maybe write a little review and just say, God, it's the best. I feel so seen and loved, <laughs> hopefully. Um, and yeah, I will also have a link for the Creative Living Workshop, which is on July 18th at Timberline Lodge. That'll be in the show notes. I'd love to see you there. We have two spots left. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye.